Hey, what's going on guys? It's DK. Back at you with another video here to bring down the eight game NBA main set on Saturday. Before I get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, my name's DK. I make daily videos and live stream for NBA and NFL sites on DraftKings. I'm now making videos for NBA Top Shot as well. If you're unable to watch these YouTube videos, also upload on Apple Podcasts with a link down below. It's called the DK DFS Show. If you're interested in signing up for premium content, I offer that at patreon.com and esports package, which includes Call of Duty and CSGO, as well as an NBA package. And then I want to thank Prize Picks for sponsoring this episode. Uh, if you guys are not familiar with Prize Picks, the idea is you're taking over under on fantasy points. They have second half contests already posted. Um, they'll have posts or stuff for tomorrow, probably posted later tonight, if not uh, you know, early tomorrow. So yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff already up here for second half. So again, like, do you think Giannis goes for over 28.3? fantasy points in the second half right that's the idea um you can play they have college basketball march madness fans uh golf esports everything you can mix and match sports so um, if you guys want to sign up you just go dkdfs dkdfs all one word link down below you get 100 match up to 100 dollars. you put 100 dollars in you get 200 dollars to play with and finally i just want to thank you guys for the continued support on all the dfs videos live streams on twitter Really, really do appreciate each and every one of you. If you do enjoy this content, if you leave a like button on the video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you don't want to upload videos you know on live. I will be doing a YouTube live stream tomorrow, as always, to go over everything and answer all your guys' questions. And let's aim for 150 likes on this video, guys. Hitting that like button helps me out more than you know. So, um, yeah, with that out of the way, let's jump into the video. Before we talk about players and the prices of this eight-game slate, let's look back mine up here from Friday. So, Friday, uh, looking decent right now, currently in fourth place, winning $500. Um, but can we talk about just the stuff that happened tonight? I mean, okay, so if you played Fred Van Fleet tonight, you obviously deserve to tilt, right? The Raptors guys have been so inconsistent, those main three guys, uh, Van Fleet, Lowry, Siakam. You know, I played Siakam, what was it, last slate? He completely busted for me, and this slate, he just goes absolutely crazy. And they win by like 50. They win by like 50. Um, you know, the Draymond Green late scratch. Draymond Green, I have him in my best ball. That $555 best ball, late scratched. Uh, if you play Draymond, again, absolutely terrible. I feel for you. Let's see. What else? Uh, a ton of other ones. Brogdon's late scratched. Steven Adams, after lock, scratched. You know, if I would have known that, I would have been super high on a guy like Hernan Gomez. We you know I talked about that after on, on Patreon, but still, it's just like, that's frustrating because, you know, I was locked in with Boucher. And can we talk about that? You know, the foul trouble early. He luckily got there in this in the second half. He, like, woke up. Right, the Undertaker Jeff, right? I love using that. That was that was basically Boucher, but you know, I probably would have used Hernan Gomez here. Um, or Jackson Hayes, one of those centers. But yeah, so going over my lineup, uh, hopefully this Pelicans game stays close. If that game blows out, that'll just be the the cherry on top. Had the cat blowout too. Just so much stuff last last like week that you're just like, Is this really happening? Um so yeah, I use NAW, Eric Bledsoe, Bogdan McDonovich, James Johnson, Boucher, Goodwin. Carl, uh, Giannis had to come out Carl in the town. So let me tell you something here with Goodwin. He was not someone I was originally going to play. I was debating on Herder Lou Williams there. But once uh, Boucher got the er, the two early fouls, I was like, hey, I got to differentiate myself somewhere. So I went to Goodwin. I moved up to get Carl Anthony Towns. Again, I, you know, lost four minutes in a blowout. He's still on for 59. Now I know, like I, I tilted a little bit on Twitter and people were like, oh, he still got there. Well, in tournaments, that means everything, right? Four minutes out of a low-owned star is so, so much. So, yes, he had a good game, but, like, every minute counts, right? So, those four minutes, huge. Uh, looks like Giannis is finally going to break out of the slump. I got him. At, you know, he was pretty high-owned. Um, so, that's why I went to Goodwin there, just to – I was like, all right, Boucher, early foul trouble. I'm in trouble. I got to do something. I knew it was a chalky slate. I was like, I got to do something to differentiate myself. 
Uh, you know, James Johnson, I thought was a clear play, 35 fans points. Bogdown is only 43% owned. That really did surprise me with all the guys out for the Hawks and then Bledsoe on AW. So that is it for the look back, guys. We'll see how this finishes up. Right now looking pretty good. Right now with the 5X, but um, yeah, we'll, we'll see how how the, the night finishes. Hope you guys had a good night. Again, it was, it was a pretty tilting night with everything that went on. Um, just so much stuff. Like I, I might even be forgetting stuff. Stuff like I'm trying to remember. Like the Draymond late scratch, Raptors. You know Van Fleet injury. Siakam goes crazy after busting. You know the night before. Um, I should have had my notebook, right? I should I should have actually taken notes. I didn't tonight, but I should have because there's so much stuff that's just like, what? Like what? <laughs> um, all right. So let's go over this eight game slate. Let's go over the three games we have right now. Cavs and Heat a two hundred four and a half over under. The Heat are 12.5 point favorites. Bucks and Kings, a 239 over under. Bucks, 6.5 point favorites. And Thunder Blazers, a 227.5 over under. The Blazers are currently 11.5 point favorites. So start off with Dallas and Washington. Dallas at the top. Luka Doncic, I think, is a pretty good spend up. Um, what do you go for? Only 47 tonight. I mean, he's kind of been subpar recently. But like, kind of like Giannis, I feel like this is like the get right matchup. This is the matchup where we could see a really big game from Luka Doncic. So. Um, I do like him at the top. Porzingis at 8-3 has been a little bit, uh, you know, more up and down. So, I think if you get to, to Luke, I do prefer him. But Porzingis still not play for tournaments. Value, there's just not much here. Like, Hardaway is still a little bit too pricey. You know, Brunson's at 4-8. He'll probably play around 20 minutes, 20, 25 minutes. He's fine. He's a good point for a guy. Josh Richardson, right, he's going to play minutes. It's just like, there's a couple of secondary options here. Like, sure, you can consider like a Kleba, a Jay Rich, a Brunson, but... There's no, like, standout plays for me. Moving on to Washington. So the big news is Brad Beal. If Brad Beal's out, I'm going right back to Russell Westbrook. I know, right? He only won for 50 fans points the last game. He missed the last six minutes of the game. What, five or six minutes? I forget exactly how much it was. He missed out on a good amount of minutes. Now, again, I remember someone said, like, hey, Russell Westbrook, you know, he had a bad first half. Like, you shouldn't be tilted that, you know, he, he only won for 50. Six minutes out of Russell Westbrook is, again... A ton. He's a guy that, what, I don't know what he averages. One and a half, two fancy points a minute when, when Beal's out. So, um, yeah, that that's huge. This game probably will stay close. We'll see. Uh, you know, them getting blown out by the Pistons was not good. But, um, yeah, I, I really like Westbrook uh, if there's no Brad Beal. Now, if Brad Beal plays and there's no limits, if there's no minutes limit for him, then he actually looks intriguing himself at 9.1K. So keep an eye on that. But, Really, there's not much else. Rui's getting to the point where he's too expensive now at 7K. Also, Ish Smith is back. I'm just I'm not messing with the value guards. The value bigs where I could see taking a shot on actually. Alex Len, 22, 21, 20, 21 minutes last year games. He's a decent point printed guy, viable. And then Robin Lopez um, with Gafford going down. He's played some big minutes on the bench, 27 and 27. Kind of had ceiling games with 30 and 28 fancy points, but it's actually the two centers I think are in play here for Washington uh, if I'm going to play any value. New York and Detroit, so uh, that was an ugly game tonight, that Knicks-Mavs uh, game, super low scoring, but, uh, you know, this Detroit team is not great defensively. Randall, again, even with, what, they only put up 86 points, he shot 5 of, okay, they put up 86 points, he shot 5 of 20, and he still went for 44 fancy points. That's what Julius Randall could do, right? So, I think Randall's a pretty decent spend up. You know, everyone, they're kind of getting healthy now, besides Mr. Robinson, so like Barrett, Burks, meh. Derrick Rose off the bench will probably play mid-20s minutes as a revenge game narrative. He shot one of 10 last game, so that will lower the ownership. I'm actually intrigued by D. Rose as a value play. Not much else, though. Really, not much else in the Knicks. Moving on to the Pistons. Oh, man, I don't... There's a couple teams that I just, like... It really just pains me to talk about. Like, I do not want to talk about this team. 
they have literally everyone healthy now. They're running such a deep rotation. I have basically no interest in Detroit. Jeremy Grant, you know, he's the guy that's had the most upside, but hey, he's been super score independent recently. Mason Plumlee is a guy that'll probably play 25 to 30 minutes, a decent point per minute guy, but I don't know if we have to go there in the slate. Josh Jackson in a big game last game. That was without Diallo. Diallo's back. Dennis Smith Jr. is back. Um, Wayne Ellington's healthy. Isaiah Stewart is a value guy. Probably plays around 20 minutes, but I don't think we have to go there in the slate. I mean, Corey Joseph, maybe. You know, he's played 29, 24, 28, and 24 minutes, but again, we have Dennis Smith Jr. healthy now. They have like a lot of point guards. If I'm going to take a shot in one Valley guy, maybe it's Kojo, but I still don't even feel good about that. They just have so many guys that Detroit's a team I'll probably stay away from. And the Cavs, another team that's like, oh, do I really have to talk about them? Sexton, Garland, terrible matchup. You can take a shot in them in GPPs. We got, we got, again, expand on the tilt a little bit from last night. From Yeah, from last night. So Kevin Love, played 20 minutes. He probably would have played closer to the 30-minute mark of that game, would have stayed close. Just out of nowhere, right? After playing 9, 10 minutes, like them barely playing him, they just all of a sudden he's just like no limit. So I want to really, we have to really keep an eye on this news. Like hopefully we get some sort of clarity on the minutes limit, but I think he would have played like 25-ish minutes if that game would have stayed close, maybe a little bit more. So at this price point, you know, Cleveland is just, this is a terrible team, so... A little bit interested in Kevin Love. We just had to monitor the news. Hope we get some sort of clarity. Um, and then Hartenstein's going to play the backup five. If you've played him the last couple of slates, you know the pain. You know the pain with this guy. Uh, low owned against the Jazz. Two fouls in the first minute. Now he's still crushed even after the foul trouble. A little bit more popular in this slate, but still. Foul trouble, early foul trouble in the first half. And then a fourth and a fifth right away. He's missed out on a good amount of time. Like, he is a guy that I think the plan is to play him, like, at least mid-20s Mets, maybe more. Again, good point burn a guy, can stuff a stat sheet. The matchup's not great here, but I am interested in him for value because he can put up a lot of fancy points in a good amount of time. Now, you know, someone replied to one of my tweets with Hardenstein. It's like, he's terrible, dude. Why are you playing him? I don't care if he's bad. If he's a good fantasy player, if he's a guy that's going to get rebounds, assists, blocks, can score the ball, I don't care if he's a bad real-life player. Right, that that means nothing to me. So, um, yeah, I, I'm intrigued by Hardenstein, and I just oh, I just can't do anything else. It, it just oof, makes me sick. Uh, just just looking at the other guys in that roster. Moving on to Miami. Honestly, Miami's a team I have very little interest. Worried about the blowout here. Everyone's healthy. I'm just completely staying away. There's no one I like. You know, you can take shots on Jimmy and Bam if you think the Cavs can keep it close. I'm worried though. I'm worried this game is not so competitive. Minnesota, Philly. So, again, Carl Anthony Towns has been playing out of his mind uh, in a blowout. Lost five, six minutes, still won for 60 fantasy points. Now, my concern here with Carl Anthony Towns, Joel Embiid is currently questionable. If Joel Embiid plays, then I'm a little bit worried about him getting in foul trouble against Embiid. Plus, Embiid is, you know, a good defender. So, that that this is one we'll have to really monitor. If Joel Embiid is out... I love Towns at the top. If they try to start, if they try to start Mike Scott against Carl Anthony Towns, he will absolutely abuse him. Now, again, they can throw Dwight out there. We'll talk about Dwight in a sec. But yeah, Cat is a guy. It really depends on Embiid. If Embiid plays, he's not completely out of play. But I would have a, I would be a little bit more hesitant with him. Now, Anthony Edwards. I think he had a pretty solid game too. I just, I guess I'm a little bit. Um, I'm still tilting when I finally bought into him. 
and he just had a terrible game and 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 busted for me but uh yeah last four games 38 43 44 40 fans points again he's shooting the ball a ton he's a little bit score independent but and the, the match is not great i think he's viable for tournaments just because the upside is there Malik Beasley at 5'9", you know, is playing about 30 minutes. He has really struggled since returning. Really struggled shooting the ball. You know, it's an interesting buy low, but still, like I said, not a good matchup. Keep an eye on Ricky Rubio. Um, he was out last game. So the combination of McLaughlin and Noel that kind of play the point guard duties. Uh, how many minutes did McLaughlin finish with? Let's see if it's going to load. Not Hernan Gomez, sorry. So he started. He played 33 minutes. If Rubio's out again, I have some interest in McLaughlin or, again, Noel off the bench at 4-4, play 21 minutes. So a couple interesting value plays there if Ricky Rubio's out. Also, McDaniels. I think he got in some foul trouble today. He did. That's why he lost minutes. But he's a guy who's been playing huge minutes. So, yeah, there's actually some intriguing plays here on the Minnesota side. Moving on to Philly, and keep an eye on Embiid. If Embiid plays, no interest in anyone other than Embiid if there's no minutes limit. If Embiid plays and is on a minutes limit, I'm just staying away from everyone on Philly. Even in a good matchup, there's just guys are overpriced. Uh, if Embiid plays, he's a super high usage guy. If he's limited, I don't want to play him. So this is something we'll to monitor. Now, again, if Embiid plays and there's no limit, no minutes limit for him, then I like Embiid himself. If Embiid is out, well, let's talk about Dwight. So I mentioned it, you know, in the video in the live stream. I was like, hey, people are going to box score watch, right? Ejection, ejection, blowout. I was like, hey, Dwight's a sneaky play against Cleveland because people are going to look at those scores. They're going to avoid him. Sure enough, even in a blowout, 26 minutes, 44 fancy points. So if there is no car, if there is no Joel Embiid, I mean, I think Dwight's an intriguing play in the mid range that will go a little bit overlooked. And then guys like Ben Simmons, Tobias Harris, I just can't play Ben Simmons right now. Uh, it's just no, no. If if Embiid's out, Tobias would be the spend up, but yeah, he got in foul trouble last game. Don't be super worried about it. I just ooh, this Philly team's been a little bit up and down for sure. So the Embiid news is big. Pacers and Spurs. This is definitely a team where we could get some value here for the Pacers. So Sabonis actually toughed it out tonight and then left the game due to injury. I don't expect him to play. If he misses, Miles Turner at 5'9 becomes a really good play because he gets a massive boost without Sabonis. Also, Brogdon was a late scratch. If Brogdon misses, then Lavert, then TJ McConnell become two of the best plays of the slate. Um, you know, Lavert has been you know, a little bit up and down. Hasn't been great. Uh, since you know returning from uh, from that scary uh, scary injury, but or not scary injury, but scary health. Uh, well, I forget what it was exactly, but um, yeah. If there's no Sabonis and no Malcolm Brogdon, it's Turner, it's Levert, and it's Teach McConnell at five K. Even though he came off the bench, uh, he played 32 minutes tonight. A guy that can stuff the statue. They started Edmund Sumner. Uh, where's Edmund Sumner? He's at 3.2 K. He played 22 minutes. If he starts again, yeah, you could use him as a punt play. I wouldn't expect huge minutes. Uh, but then also, guys, like, normally I'd kind of just cross off the re- uh, the rest of the Pacers, but guys like McDermott, Justin Holiday, if both Brogdon and Sabonis are out, these guys are in play. And McDermott is at a price where it's like, if he starts, he's actually a really good value, even though he's relying on the scoring. So the Pacers are actually a really intriguing team, um, assuming Sabonis and Brogdon are both out. Now, if they're both in, then it's just like, yeah, the top guys look decent with Sabonis, Levert, Brogdon, but there would no, be no priorities. On the Spurs side, so DeMar DeRozan should play mid-30s Mets. Is their number one on offense. Had a big game. Again, yes, that went to double overtime. But still, he played 37 in regulation. So that's good to see. I think DeRozan's a pretty safe play. Uh, DeJounte Murray, a little bit more up and down. But he's viable for tournaments. I've been talking about Bianca Pertle every slate. He continues to go overlooked. He continues to play big minutes. 31, 31, 32, 30, and 34 in regulation. 
I think Pirtle's a pretty safe play in the mid-range. Again, a guy that's basically going to get you, you know, close to a double-double. You know, I think I, I do have some interest in Pirtle. Derek White at 6K, also viable. Played 35 minutes in regulation. So the top four guys, once again, for the Spurs are in play. Rudy Gay had a big game, but he played a lot in that overtime, right? So he played 31 minutes in the overtime. I think he only gets about 20 minutes in regulation, which if there's not a ton of value that opens up, yeah, you could consider him. But that's basically it for the Spurs. All right, another team that... Oh, Man, I just don't want to talk about Pistons, Cavs, Magic. Whew, so, so gross. So it's hard to say right now. It is because we have Ross questionable, MCW questionable, and Kem Birch questionable. So if all those guys are out, let's see, how many active bodies will they have? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight-man rotation, right? And Maine's also questionable. So there could be, Orlando could be a team I would have some interest in if all those guys are out. So Let's talk first, you know, Kem Birch. He went down or he left the game due to an illness. He only played five minutes. So Wendell Carter Jr., when Kem Birch left the game, he played 31 minutes. So if, if Wendell Carter Jr. starts, I do have some interest in him, even in a bad matchup. And then Mo Bamba off the bench, played 17. He's been a solid point for a guy, but I don't love the price there. James Ennis also, he played 38 minutes kind of out of nowhere. Again, if they have like an eight-man rotation, I could see getting to him. I will say, if everyone's healthy, if Birch, MCW, Ross are all in, I'm just look. I'm not going to anyone in Orlando. But if they're all out, then, you know, Okiki should play big minutes. Then you can consider maybe like RJ Hampton because the price point at 3-3. So it could be some plays for Orlando. Got to monitor that news for sure. Moving on to Utah. I'm just, this, this Orlando team is so bad, and this Utah team's been playing really well. I'm worried about the blowout. Looks like they're fully healthy. Um, unless like Conley rests a back-to-back, he's rest a few back-to-backs this year. So like if he's out, then, you know, we could look to Mitchell and like Ingles and Clarkson, but if everyone's healthy, Utah's probably a team we're just going to avoid. Uh, OKC in Portland It's OKC team. I mean, last time I looked, it was like a 40 point game in the first half against the Suns. They were just getting absolutely killed. Again, this is not a good team. Moses Brown for tournament. Sure. Again, my worry is the price. Don't love it. Roby. Like, my issue with OKC is it's a decent match against Portland, but there's just no standout plays. Like, everyone just seems priced about right. Roby, Maladon. I'm not really interested in Svi at 5'5. Five, five. Not really interested in Kenneth Williams at 5'3. Pokashevsky's back at 5'1. Yeah, maybe you can make the argument for Ty Jerome off the bench just because he's cheap enough, like 4'3. And maybe Tony. I want to see how many minutes Tony Bradley plays. He played 14 and 18 first couple games. He, if he pushes for maybe closer to 20 minutes tonight. Then, like, I could see getting into, like, Bradley and Jerome. But, like, everyone else is kind of priced to a point where there's no one I really like. On the Portland side, so we gotta, what we got to be careful here is blowout, right? The Slender team is terrible. It's, so, like, the, the top two guards in play for tournaments. Again, a little bit concerned. The game is not, say, competitive. Covington's been pretty solid. Again, same thing. Blowout risk. Keep an eye on Nurkic just a back-to-back. Also, I didn't see anything about a minutes limit for him tonight. So, I'm really curious to see what he finishes with with his minutes. Keep an eye on that. If he plays like closer to 30 minutes tonight and he doesn't, you know, he plays again tomorrow, then I would have to mention Nurkic. So keep an eye on that one. But other than that, not much on Portland. Final game, Milwaukee, Sacramento. So this is a game I do like. Should be played super fast, right? It's what, a 240, 239 over under. Giannis into combo. Looks like he finally broke out of his slump, uh, at least in the first half. So I think he's one of the best spun-ups. Phenomenal matchup. You know, the one concern is maybe there's a little bit of blowout risk here. Middleton, Drew, also viable. Would rather get to Giannis, though. Um, you know, the rest of the secondary guys just seem priced accordingly. Nothing really stands out. So it's Giannis for me, and then Middleton and Drew as secondary plays. 
uh, that I do have some interest because of the amazing matchup. You can definitely game stack this one. On the Sacramento side, so well, he's starting. Fox had a bad – so last game he, he did not play well. And then the start tonight, he started really slow. Curious to see what he finishes with tonight. If he has another bad game, then that's back-to-back bad games. And then that's going to really lower the ownership for, his for like, tomorrow's slate. So, like, I am intrigued by Fox, right? I think, like, a Fox-Giannis ended combo pairing GPPs looks pretty good. Holmes, if he can stay out of foul trouble, that's a big if. Viable for GPPs as well. The guys in the mid-range, like Halbert and Barnes, Heels, are not out of play, but all just kind of just, like, meh. Um, and there's not much else, you know, Terrence Davis has been playing around 15 to 20 minutes on the bench. If you need a dart throw, uh, with no white side Meadows been playing like the backup five, he's been playing about 15 minutes, but again, I don't know if we have to go there in the slate. So that's really it for uh, the Kings guys. I think that's gonna do it for the video as well. Uh, if you haven't enjoyed the content so far, I would really appreciate it. If you have a like button on the video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already and hit the notification bell so you don't upload videos, you know, on a live. Uh, Again, I will be doing a YouTube live stream tomorrow, so make sure to check it out, guys. Thanks again. Have a great night, and I'll see you all tomorrow in the live stream.